0: coming up this morning. Amen. Praise God. All right, there we we'll go. System sometimes be kind of slow. But good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Lottie, Lottie. Ladies and gentlemen, men and women of God, children of God, people of God, prayer warriors, intercessors, gatekeepers. Amen. We just thank God this morning for all of you, pastors, clergy, whoever's out there this morning our very own Pastor Eric, Pastor P. I heard them come on this morning, so stand, Pastor Sharon, anyone else this morning that's joining us this morning out there on the podcast, out there this morning, (coughs) and our greater audience, and our greater reach this morning. We just welcome all of you this morning to the School of Healing Virtual Wellness Center this morning that God, we believe, has mandated for us to talk about, amen, what the Bible says about our healing, amen, because God wants to know what his will is and his word is his will his promises and benefits his plan of salvation for us this morning amen and he sent that word to bring life this morning and to give that life to us more abundantly this morning and we seek him and his faith and seek the knowledge about him we won't perish because we know people perish because of what they don't know <laughs> according to the book of george chapter 4 verse 6 of the king james bible and we know that we have a vision, the word gives us vision of what we have the potential to be, to do, and to know as God created us. So, And so that's in the book of Proverbs chapter 29, I want to say verse 18 and 19, There, amen, of the King James Bible. So we're going to get started this morning. Just welcome all of you this morning. I am Pastor Lester Hayes here with my lovely wife, Pastor Sharon Hayes, amen. And we're going to be your host this morning at School of Healing Virtual Wellness Center. Just so excited today about what God is doing, what he's already done, and what he promises to do. Thank God for it manifesting right here in our lives, amen, as we're going through a, a stage of recovery and, and, and restoration. And we're going to talk about that a little bit this morning. Uh, what our part is, what our role is, that we play in the process, amen. We know God is ultimately the restore, and he ultimately <clears throat> brings restoration to our lives, our bodies, our soul, our spirits, and all those areas that we're talking about building the future of optimal all So Father, we thank you. We welcome you this morning, Lord God, to just be God in our lives. We welcome you this morning, Father God, and we thank you this morning. We acknowledge you this morning. We make known our adoration and love towards to this day. Thank you for what you've already done, what you're doing, and what you promise promised you yet to do. We thank and praise you this morning, Lord God, for the two or three other the many that are gathered together this morning, whether they be via podcast, uh, virtual uh, media, com, look, or however they're joining in this morning. We welcome our hearers and listeners, our audience, this morning, Lord God, and we just thank you this morning and praise you for what you're about to teach us and what you're about to say to us this morning concerning our health, Lord God, concerning our part to play when we're being restored by you, God, our restore. So we thank you this morning, God, that you are our restored. You are God of restoration. <coughs> And everything that seems to have been lost, Lord God, you have given it back to us better than before it left. And so we praise you for that. In Jesus' precious name, now have your way this morning. Teach us, Holy Ghost, amen, what the word of the Lord says to us that was written for our learning. Amen. And so, Father, we give you all the praise for what we're about to learn. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. All right, then, well, we're going to get into the... Uh, lesson this morning, hopefully be a blessing to you this morning. Put your, your listening ears on this morning. Amen. <laughs> Last week we were on a school of healing and we talked about we talked about movement and how important and significant uh, movement is. Lack like of movement bring about stiffness. And it's the same thing with physical movement and spiritual movement motion, all these areas that we're talking about, there has to be some movement in those areas. And a lot of those areas require us to know how to move in those areas, what are the things we can do uh, to enhance you know, our probability or our probable cause for a better outcome in those areas. And uh, we talked about the benefit of physical movement, especially after what Pastor Sher and I had gone through on the 29th. And immediately, I thank God, that parts of our body was badly bruised, broken, and, and scarred, and swollen. And we couldn't move and had to be stitched and whatnot. But there was other parts of our body that we could move Uh, we could talk, we could do a lot of things, and it was on us to do those things instead of lay around and feel sorry for ourselves. So we covered that pretty extensively last week and we're continuing to move this week, you know, doing exercise, it's limited, but I'm doing some exercise because I know how important it is, you know, and it keeps circulation going, it keeps your vibrant. you know. You gotta have that circulation because that's how the glucose gets to your brain send out neurons and neutrons to your body to tell it what to do, your nerves and all of that. You know, those systems are triggered because the blood is circulating, it's carrying that that, uh, that protein throughout your body, that nourishment throughout your body, carrying that glucose to your brain so that your brain have energy to function, amen. But this morning, in the School of Healing Virtual Wellness Center, we're going to talk about uh a different area this morning that the lord has been dealing with me uh and i pray it be a, a blessing to you uh anytime god gives me something he does as he do all of us we're not the only ones god will speak to those who want him to speak to them if you are willing to spend time and get in his presence and let him and wait on him don't try to rush you don't try to tell him what to do just So uh, I'm I'm, going to deal with a subject this morning that I believe would benefit all of us because if you haven't gone through something, you will. It may require you to do more than what you've done. I'm, I'm experiencing that now when so many people told me, you know, that I wouldn't be able to do based on what it looked like on the outside and what the vehicle looked like, but uh, the mere fact that our minds were intact, our voices were intact, our spirits were intact, our heart was intact. And one thing I knew about my wife and I, our bodies are our best friends, and we treat our bodies as such because God is our friend, and he says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So our bodies are our friend because God is in our bodies. You know He put life in the envious spirit. He dwells in us by the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit. So... We have a friend that's greater than a friend living on the inside. And he, you know, dwells there for a reason and for a purpose. Amen. He's a spirit of truth. He's greater than anything that's in this world. He's greater than death. He brings life when we need it and he gives it to us more abundantly. He stirs up the gifts of God that is in us. And this is what we have been experiencing since the accident, even before the accident. But now, you know, more so than before. And so I want to talk this morning from a subject in the School of Healing, working to restore myself spiritually and emotionally and physically. And so the key is to continue to do it until you see benefits. I, I want y'all to get that statement right there. You going through something, these areas that we've been dealing with, you know, you may feel like, man, we've been doing this a long time. It's time to move on. But in January, we will. But we started this this journey and it's been beneficial to us about building a future of optimal overall wellness. And we can't stop now because we have not yet did it enough to get the benefit that God promises us. So we haven't gone through all of the word about it yet. And so we want to continue to do it until you see the benefits. But we have to remember, we do it God's way, not our way. you know. And God has given us the tools to be able to do that even though i'm working to restore myself spiritually emotionally and physically i still have to continue to do it god's way because i'm expecting him each and every day as he's already done all since we've been saved adding things to us that are in the bible the promises the benefits and so we know that it was god who added that safety that security that protection while wow, we was in that horrible accident that destroyed the vehicle. But he said the vehicle is destroyed. It is destroyed. It was destroyed, but you are mm-hmm. not destroyed. So, you know, we want to continue to do what we do to help restore ourselves, you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and, you know, mentally, environmentally, occupationally, environmentally, and socially, you know, until we see the benefits. And we're beginning to see the benefits. Uh, I'm doing more things now than I did on the 29th, 28th. I mean, thirtieth right after the accident. My wife is well, so the benefits are showing up. The progress is taking place, and I thought about for scripture text. I got several, but I'm just going to share this one. A lot of you know I love this scripture. Uh, as we talk about what we can do now, we know anytime there is a repair work needs to be done, some fixing needs to be done. Uh, in our case we have all these doctors, these specialists that we've been going to see. We have more coming up this week. But the one that was with us that day who didn't forsake us, who didn't leave us, we recognized right away as we started calling his name and thanking him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now There were other people that showed up <coughs> that we learned later knew us and provided assistance to us and officers, police officers who had, uh, you know, uh, medical personnel, you had you know, state troopers and police officers. So you had a whole host of people that was jolly on the scene to help us. But the one person that was there and he never left us and he never leaves us is our restorer. We have a restorer. And when you start talking about restoration, you can't talk about restoration without identifying who the restorer is, who the repair is, who, who, who's the one that, that we, does, we do what is the damage that has been done, replace or repair or make over again like it like it was. Well, we realize right away that our restore that God is our restore, and He right away began to restore our minds to get us. us now thank god for the family that came to the rescue that were there in the emergency room all of them played a part you know and we thank god for them some of them are on the line this morning because their brother phoebe was there you know we had our daughter-in-law and our son there we had our grandkids there you know we had other family members there people started showing up you know. And it just continued on and on and on, even today. We had our friend from Virginia came down. Chris has spent some time. Our brother and our sister in North Carolina. And, you know, there's just been an outpouring, brothers and sisters, siblings, everybody just doing their part, phone calls and texts and, you know, and cards and everything, you know, coming in, emails and, you know, and doctors and specialists and everybody checking on us, you know, neighbors. But there was one that was always there and never left us. He's been with us. He's still with us. And he is the one that's doing the bulk of the restoration because he is a restore. But in the process, you know, God is a restore and he's over, over for all the restoration. But then there is a part that we play to restore ourselves physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit of that in light of the word. And so I took a passage of scripture here that just spoke volumes. No matter of fact, I had some other passages, but this one popped in my spirit this morning uh, right around about 3 o'clock as I'm laying there. Couldn't do what I wanted to do with my arm. I elevated it and it got a little restless, elevated. Then I put it back on the side and it was okay for a minute. And then I got up and went to the bathroom and tried to just work it at the elbow just a little bit to try to get some circulation going there. Thank God the swelling has been going down. matter of fact, almost all of it has gone down because of all the icing and the heat uh, between my son Tony and Phoebe and Pastor Sharon and and Alex. I've been getting, this arm has been really getting probably more treatment than any other part of my body because that's where the break and the majority of the swelling was at. You know, and I'm one-handed now, but thank God I can do with this one hand what I used to couldn't do. And I had to have both, but God makes a way and he's put the help around me that I need. <clears throat> so I was laying there thinking about, you know, uh the change that has maybe been made and adjustments that have to be made. The scripture came to me and uh it's like I was saying, Lord, I know that this restoration is gonna be complete, we're gonna be fully restored and I'm doing the best I can, but my determination and my my will and my drive has been seemed like it's been increased even the more to want to do more and the Lord reminded me you know of Paul and he took me here in the book of second Corinthians chapter 12 verses really with verse 9 but I'm going to read verses 8 through, uh, through 11 and it says for this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me and he said unto me my grace
1: it perfect in. Christ
0: may rest upon me. And I, that, that came to me so clear about three or between three and four this morning, as I'm laying there, you know, realizing the limit of what I could do, but I was still, what it happened and that's the scripture that came to me. And and, in your weakness, your physical weakness, whatever the weakness is, it doesn't matter. You know, when you're no longer able to do what you used to do with full capacity, there is a strength that comes from God, like no other strength. It comes and flows through his grace being sufficient. And I found myself still being able to do as we like to say sometimes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, you know, in the book of Philippians. Uh, you know chapter four I want to say verse 13 verse 19 some of you know where I'm talking about King James Bible and I, I found myself you know they like now, now there was there was there was some effort I had to put in but see that's my that's the part I can do to the sitting there feeling sorry still the sitting there you know questioning God to the sitting there saying why God or land or whatever the case might be it was though I just felt like I'm just going to go ahead and get up and do what I normally do. And then I found out that I was able to, because God's strength was made perfect in my weakness. And so that's our part. Uh, now, we're not to be crazy and stupid and do things that we know puts us at risk. But there there are limits, and we have to respect those limits. But the things we can do, we can do all those things, you know, by God who strengthens us through Jesus. You know, and so I experienced that most gladly therefore Paul says, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. I, I felt even the day we had the record, I think back in retrospect, there was a power that came over our mind, came over our spirit, came over our heart, protected and shielded us. From the weight of worrying and being, you know, being fearful and, you know, something happened that kept our minds stayed on God. Because the name we started calling on was Jesus. And perfect peace came in that vehicle. Even though it was destroyed, we were not destroyed. We still had a sense of consciousness to call him the name of Jesus. And perfect peace showed up. You know, I remember there I had no pain. I didn't get no pain really until that lady grabbed my arm and murdered him and Alice was about to take her out. So someone was keeping us. It's probably because initially we set a focus because we started calling on Jesus. And we trying to process, you know, the devastation.
1: He, you know, it's like we were rejoicing. Uh, primitive That the power of Christ may rest upon me, and it did. And fool and Glorian, ye have compelled me, but I ought
0: not I be nothing. And so, what Paul is Paul said, I was the chief to Everybody else before I became an apostle, and even after I become an apostle, I still recognized I'm nothing. I'm nothing. You know, the title didn't get us nothing. It was God's grace that showed up. The fact that we were pastors, even though a lot of people showed up, recognized that's Reverend Hayes, that's Reverend Hayes, and Pastor Shannon. You know, those, those are pastors that were good people. They do a lot of good. But see, the restore released grace in that moment that was sufficient. His, 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 strength was made perfect in that moment. Now don't get me wrong. So humbly grateful for all of you, for everybody that's been helping content with calling checking on us, sending us tweets and texts and calls. I, I mean, that, that right there is therapy within itself. You know, that that many people care about you. Now, let me just say this right here. I had to make a distinction this morning about four o'clock. Cause I started tears in my eyes. I was humble the outpouring of love for family and friends, and it really ministered to my heart. But then the Lord began to just let me see for a minute how to sometimes—and this is important to somebody—you know, sometimes there are people, and you and you and you can tell. I mean, I, I, I didn't think of it until this one about four o'clock. In the Lord showed it to me. He said there is a difference in people who really, really love you and they really, really care from the depths of their soul because you have impacted their life in so many ways. And I and I know that about people, family members toward my wife and I. I can almost say who those people are. He said, But there is there is a there is a small minute percentage of those people. He says, and here, here is a good indicator. Not saying that they don't love you, but they don't love you like others love you. And that's not to condemn them. That's not to hate them. That's not to be mad or upset at them. But the Lord said, you got to know the people that you labor among. And he says, how many of those people who came to see you or called you or text you, asked you what happened? And then how many said, that's the, y'all all right, y'all need anything? I, I ain't never thought about stuff like that. But as I thought about it, I can, I can. Some, some, some folks just jump out. First thing came to their mind: What happened? What happened? What happened? Others, the first thing came to their mind: Y'all need anything, Pastor? Because, because you know, we just, let us know what you need. You know, it's it, it sounds minute, but it, it sounds small. But that's what the Lord said to me this morning. I, I wasn't even thinking like that. But see, God wants
1: us to know the people that. that dwell among us. Not that we can get even revenge or hate. Labor.
0: Discern. What do we use to discern? And the Lord just dropped that in. It's not going to change my relationship with them. That's between them and God. God, is it what they do. God knows what's in their heart. I'm just going to receive it as love and go on about my business, which is what we do. But I just wanted to, and I'm not telling nobody out there to change how you deal with them, change their relationship. Because part of what we're going to talk about this morning, what we can do to help in in, is that building, is those relationships. They're very important. And so I just wanted to share that scripture right there. Then there's another scripture that I, before 3 o'clock this morning, that I was going to deal with. And it's in the book of uh, Psalms, chapter 103, verses 1 through 6. And it says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And that's exactly where we found ourselves after the accident. After the vehicle came to a stop in trees, he had stopped it, did in his tracks. The next uh, emotions and actions that took place, we started blessing the Lord. You know, when I think, of, think, think back, I'm thinking, what did we do? We started blessing the Lord. We started blessing the Lord. It, we, we know it had to be something that was within us. And if there was nothing within us, the restore was inside of us. And he was restoring our souls that we could bless Jesus. We could bless Lord in that situation. And that's when his, 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 his strength started becoming perfect for us. To get us just through, emotionally through that moment right there. Because we got to have emotional wellness just like we got to have physical wellness. But that was something that we could do to help ourselves. At all times, David said, within me, bless his holy name bless the lord oh my soul and forget not all his benefits forget not all his benefits see one of the benefits is when you're going through something god don't forsake you he don't abandon it. that's what i mean about people showed up but they wasn't with us all the time will had been with us earlier you know people show up when, when when you have need people show up when you need help sometimes family members do that we experience that but see one thing about the restore, you can't forget all his benefits because they're on going. He never, he never changes. He's the same all the time. Every morning you get new mercy. Every morning grace and truth meeting together. Every morning we're being nourished. Every morning God comes and supply all that we need according to the reason word by Christ Jesus wakes us up, starts us on our way, you know. And we don't want to ever forget all those benefits. All means all. You know, and he was right there in the midst. You know, one of the benefits was he gave us, you know, the ability to thank him you know, to praise him, to bless him. Who forgiveth all thine iniquity, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. That blessed my socks off. Redeemeth thy life from destruction. Because the vehicle was destroyed, it is destroyed. He said, but you all have not been destroyed. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. It wasn't a heart, nothing in my whole soul that day you know, tender mercy, who satisfies thy mouth with good things, Jesus, praising Jesus in the midst of a, a situation is a good thing, y'all, thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles, you know, he said, if you wait on the Lord, he, you know, be a good cheer, he's going to strengthen your heart, he's going to strengthen thy heart, again, I say, wait ye on the Lord. <coughs> What else are we gonna do? Sometimes you're forced in situations where you do wait on God. You have to wait on God. But as you're doing that, he'll renew your strength. <clears throat> you know, some of us he tells we're gonna mount up with wings of eagles. We're gonna run and not be we're gonna walk and we're not gonna faint. You know? We're not going to faint, you know. And so he satisfies our mouth with good things so that, that youth is renewed like the eagle. The kind of what I'm feeling right now. The Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Now, we know for a fact that the devil, our adversary, he goes to and fro seeking whom he may devour. Now, what if I share and I would have had a bitch old pitiful poem out Oh, oh, here goes, go now. He goes to and fro seeking
1: We made it back. Right.
0: This is why I thought the narrative type stuff. But I just kept hearing the Lord just overriding those thoughts and saying, you know, hey, bring it back into captivity, cast that down. Thought the vehicle was destroyed, it was destroyed, but you guys are not destroyed. You know, I'm like, wow, wow. That 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 you know, that was that that was that was the Lord judging that kind of thought, judging those old things, you know. And, and and because of where our minds were at, we did have a, a, a level of peace that transcends our in Christ Jesus. Now, don't get me wrong, we ain't stupid. We knew it had something had happened to a that had happened. My wife was pent in the vehicle. But where our minds were at, you know, we were still able to think, we were still able to praise God, you know, we were still able to be grateful, humble, and we were still able to understand that. There were people there to help us. I called him my angel. And just yesterday, I found out who the other person was that showed up first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, these things are being revealed now. But you're getting to see just how good God is. He don't forsake you. He don't abandon you. And he does use people. That's why relationships are part of what we can do as a part of what we do to help ourselves. Build relationships. Because you never know when you're going to need them. God picks and picks the people he's been in a relationship with, and we trust him. But he executed his righteousness at the same time, judgment for all that are oppressed. He wasn't going to let that ruin lion man cease on us. Wasn't his business. Now, that's was there. Death, death was there. But death, death, but death could, see, when you say you're only going to die when God wants you to die. See, he's already defeated death. You, see, you 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 died to all that stuff that kills you. You came alive to the things that keep you alive. And so, even though you might physically die, though you be physically dead, you still have life, and that's eternal life. No, no, nobody can ever take that away from you. Even though somebody may destroy your body, or something may destroy your body, It will never destroy your spirit. You know, and, and, uh, another scripture here, you know, and I just talked about it, it's in the book of Psalms, chapter six day, verse 19 it came down about blessed be the Lord who daily loaded us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. I did a lot of positive thinking on that since that accident happened. I've had many, many days here at the counter since the hours where I've been able even driving down the road, just thinking about the benefits that, 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 and, and since. Since October, now they were they were a minute before that, but there were special benefits since October the 29th up until today. You know, like you know, like twenty days later. When I when I sit here and think about the doors that have been open for Pastor Sharon and, I, and get these special people taking us places, cooking for us, feeding us, doing, doing all those things, cleaning for us, those benefits and and phone calls of people saying you
1: qualified you qualified for that. We adjusted the insurance people. Loading it down daily. Got some coming up this week. Gonna go have Thanksgiving dinner with without family. Let
0: me adjust Mr. Smith yesterday got me some fresh lemons here. The lemons are very expensive. She bought me a pick out tree picked a whole box full of them. I was able to give some to my son who came by yesterday, did some things for him. I mean, just amazing how those benefits, man, just get we loaded down with Now, here's some things that I want to talk about what we can do. I know I just talked about a lot of things that the Lord promised that He would do. We play our part. The the restore restores. He brings it back again, what was lost, what was broken, what was damaged. Amen. That's part of His uh, restoration plan. The pastor and I, and you all too, are in that plan. Uh, depending on your individual interest. There are some exercises to strengthen that you can do. You can't do everything. We've been doing that. And there's part of us, which I call our spiritual inner person, the core. You know, you have a physical core that you work on. They say if you strengthen your core, it'll help the rest of your body. But then we have a spiritual core too, you know, that inner man, that inner person. Sometimes we neglect him when we're trying to get physical physically because see we were able to draw strength from who we were spiritually that helped us physically it helped us not to just focus on the worst case scenario too much it helped us not to focus on the pain and all of that even though it was there but it was like it wasn't there because we were drawing strength from our spiritual core but that's what came up out of us had we not have hidden the word of God in our hearts we probably would have been cussing and everything else, you know, blaming God and everything. And why God is that? But because of our spiritual core, and this is why we keep doing what we're doing. because Cheryl and I haven't missed a beat when it comes down to God. Not doing the accident before the accident. Matter of fact, we was coming off of an outreach to the community, and then in the accident, we still praising God, receiving all this help, all these benefits, helping us even today. That didn't change. That's how you keep your spiritual core strengthened. It helps you physically. I hope y'all hear what I'm saying. It's our responsibility to feed our spiritual core because it comes back as a benefit physically. You know, you're not all worried, depressed, stressed out. Even though there are times when you do think a little bit harder and more deeper about things, you know. And here's here's some things that will help. You may not do this, but I have a tablet. And me and Pastor Barbara was talking, and she was here, and I was telling her. She said she was making some comments. I said, Barbara, I type up there, and I save it. This my journal." I didn't understand how important writing a journal is. And I had a friend of mine, Pastor, uh, in Texas. He's come. He said, "Boy, he said, man, your you and your wife' life since I've known y'all it's a book. When are you gonna write this book? Because I'm going to buy." He said, I'm gonna buy a copy for my whole family and friends. I said, Mike, it's in there. it's already been written. I just gotta get it published. I said it's right here on my tablet and every day I add to it, I, I add more to it. So if you don't if you if you're not writing a journal of these experiences that you're going through, you might wanna do that. You might wanna do that. A lot of you have experiences that come, they go, uh do you keep a record of it? Sometimes God give you scriptures, you know, I don't know what you do with it. Sometimes I write stuff down on paper, tablet, napkin. Later I put it in my, on my tablet. And a lot of times I go back to it as a reference. So I do have a journal. I, and some of you have read some of the things that I've posted out there lately. That's part of my journal. Those things are, are right here in my notes. And sometimes God will tell me to post that and encourage someone. He gave me something yesterday about restoration to encourage someone. I posted it. It blessed people. Man, you see how I many people got blessed by that word? And this is what I'm going to be talking about today, restoration. Talking about it now. But you have a restore, therefore you have restoration. He bring, a restore don't come to tear down. He comes to bring something back, rebuild something. That's what the Lord is to us right now. Any part of your life, any in every area of your life. But then we, too, have some work that we do to restore. And this is what I'm talking about now. So start writing down some things. If you just got a tablet, get you a tablet that's dedicated to your life experiences. Write them down. And the scriptures that God gives you to get you through that, remember now when you build your spiritual core, you strengthen your spiritual core, because so we're talking about spiritual wellness, that's what that is, it strengthens you physically. You feel better. You have more peace. You have more joy. You have more willpower. You know. Second thing is praying. I've been so blessed this year to see the growth and the maturity on our creating a prayer culture for God. How our people who were kinda of like fearful and, 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 and very concerned about how they will pray and can you know not can't pray like somebody else. That right now seems to be departed from many of you. You seem, you all seem so bold. We 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 moved up a little bit and said we're gonna pray one one Wednesday from our hearts. You grabbed that and ran with that. Now you're confident in that. And then we started creating a prayer culture for God back in 2018. Boom. We, done, we Like we're mastering that. We're maturing in that. That's key. But we can't just depend on that. those scheduled times. You got to have a time where you get along with God and basically have a conversation with him. Don't go with him now with a long list of things, telling him, God, I want you to do this. I told God to do that. That's not, to me, that's prayer, but that's not the most effective prayer. Most effective prayer when you learn to have a conversation and communicate back and forth with God, because that is a relationship. Now is a good time to work on that relationship because of all the trouble that's going on in our communities, in our schools, in our marketplace, on our jobs, in our world, in our city, our community, a lot more challenging than what we've had before. And we need to be able to pray concerns about others who are going through bearing the infirmities of the week. You know, God's people called by his name, humbling ourselves, seeking his faith, you know, moving away from our wicked ways of not praying and praying to God, his people called by his name, humbling ourselves, praying, seeking his faith, turning from our wicked ways so that he would hear from heaven for us. our intercessor. He would hear from heaven for us and he will forgive our sins and heal our land. You know, his people call by his name And so that's 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 things that we can do and we continue to do. The other thing is meditating. I've had a lot of time. To benefit. One of the 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 genuine benefits of having all this time now, waiting on appointments and whatnot, is to meditate more. I've had to at one point I didn't want to meditate on what happened. But the lord has been giving me sermons and sermonettes and messages and scriptures that came into play that i wasn't aware of initially but see the word works and when you work the word before the accident the word will work in the accident after the accident when you're recovering being restored from the accident it comes back to you like this is what's happening like a light goes off some of these scriptures that you just heard they came here very recently when i started talking about restoration Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse verse eight, verse nine came this morning at four o'clock, between three and four. So you see that word keeps coming back and ministering to you, speaking to you, letting you know, uplifting you, building you up, you know, maturing you in things of God, so you can have a clear understanding of what's taking place. And so we got to continue praying, meditating on uh, the Word of God, meditating on what's taking place right now. Uh, you know what's going on. Uh, you know in your life right now. Don't just don't just let it be like a afterthought. Or sometimes there's a benefit to it because a lot of time we try to turn it off. But I thought back through that 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 situation. But I didn't think about the, the negative. Remember I said there was those thoughts started coming in. Worst case scenario. You know, yeah, I ran through them real quick. I didn't want to spend a lot of time thinking about. Oh man, I could have did. I could have did that. Even though there's been some folks that I've talked to, that's all they focused on. The negative of what could have happened, man. Just man, that could and I and I after so long listening to it, I said, but it didn't happen. I know. I thought thought about that too, but I moved forward. I moved on. I'm thinking now about what did happen, and I give all the credit to God. I give God all. See that 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 that's what's in my core, you know. And and the one thing that I used, I did that. Hey, the vehicle was destroyed it is destroyed but you're not destroyed y'all not destroyed y'all still here y'all still alive to give god praise to thank him Your will restore your protector you know your your refuge your fortress the name of the lord we, we say i got i've quoted that scripture right there's so much here later because that's the first name i share, and i was calling Him to jesus Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. Of King Daniel Bible tells us where we go to. In the name of the Lord is strong tower. The righteous come I mean, to it and they're safe. They run to it, they're safe. They're safe. We were safe. We were. you could destroy it. It is destroyed, but we were not destroyed. We were safe because of the name of the Lord. We meditate on that, uh, reading scripture or other inspirational materials. My wife and I have a ton of songs we listen to throughout the day. We didn't just start listening to them. We got a playlist that we built for over years. <clears throat> we play them in the car. We play them on our phones. You know, we we we, we some of them are like in our memory. Some of them are embedded in our core. And as we began, sometimes we call them to, and we sing. We pick out. We pick out pieces of them, and you know, there's certain parts of it that speak more to us than other parts. It's building and strengthening our spiritual core. And before you know it, you might see us running around hear, man hands in the air, dancing a little bit, walking back and forth, only ignoring the fact that, you know, we've been in an accident and we have physical limitations and so now we have to catch ourselves. But the joy is there and it comes like a strength. But it starts out spiritually and then translates into you physically. But you're strengthening your core. And yeah, we, we move, we, we have movement going on. We, I mean, I'm still doing whatever exercise I can. Walking, we've been talking about walking I walk outside every morning, give me some fresh air. I make three or four circles, I make five circles on the patio. You know, I've been talking about just walking down the street a little bit. do that thing in your mind. You know, when your core, when your core, your spiritual core is clear, and it's not clouded with all that other stuff. These are the kinds of, of things that was that you can help yourself through the, to aid in the process of restoration because it is taking place. Reading scripture and other attending worship service. We're gonna be in a worship service at at ten thirty and eleven o'clock. We haven't stopped. We preached the next day after Sunday after the accident. We was on Bible study on prayer that Wednesday. We was in Bible study and rhythm called Bible study and prayer that Thursday night. And all this week, you know. In the morning at six AM, you know, you know, attending worship service, Those to worship service, uh, and if there's any unforgiveness in your heart, don't hold on to it at a time when you're trying to strengthen your spiritual core. It won't be clear and keep you thrown off. I, I jam on myself every day, I, and it ain't just now. I have had a clean conscience when it comes down to. It holding people in unforgiveness. That that is for—that that is so for been been for years. And if you want to cloud up your spiritual core and, and, and hinder your physical uh restoration, hold on to some some issues. Hold on to some unforgiveness. It'll make you sick. You can't function. You'll miss out on something. This is why we examine ourselves every day just to be sure. Finding a safe place and people to talk to. That, that has benefited Pastor Sherry and I so much that the people that we're able to talk to, the, the family members, the friends, the phone calls, you know, she has her place where she go and privately conversate with, with her friends. I have my place. I come and sit here in the living room sometimes, sit here at the counter sometimes. Sometimes I don't talk, I just text. And people text back and we go back and forth. But you got to have that place. You know, you got to have that place. When you do that, find that safe place, I call it. I call it. Uh, and here are three things I'm going to give you, and we're going to close. Mind your mind. How you mind your mind. You renew it constantly. You feed it daily. That's how you do that now. You got to mind what's going on in your mind. Because the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 23, verse seven, King James Bible. It says that as a person thinketh in their heart, so is he. Now you gotta understand, thoughts forming in your mind that you live are in your heart, but that's that's where everything is at. This is the life in your heart, and when you start thinking about them because they're in your heart, you can easily end up slipping to being double-minded and not intentionally doing it. It just happens this is why the bible says in the book of second uh, corinthians chapter 10 verse 35 you got to cast those things down they are high things trying to come in and talk themselves trying to interfere with your thinking if you don't mind your mind if you don't let the mind of christ jesus be also in you notice the words they let now cooperate with, with with god's thoughts what are god's thoughts Book of Philippians talks about them in the in the fourth chapter. Think on those things that are from above. What are those things? Those things that are good, they're honest, they're lovely, they're pure, they're just. And he said that if, they're, if they're be they're of a good report. And if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, that word virtue I means if there be any strength, remember now, spiritual core being strengthened, allows you to have some virtue, some strength physically. Okay? Physically. It computes into physical strength. You know, when I build that core up spiritually, I now can physically, I'm in a different place. I begin to believe that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Even though I got a broke arm, even though I'm bruised, but I know it's gonna be limited. But I'm gonna do all that I can do at that level till God take me to another till he restore me to another level. Being faithful over. It. Being faithful over. It. Some folks just hate being down past They go into a straight pit of depression. Because they've never been there before. know what they never did was prepare themselves for when they do go there. This is that our benefit. We've been prepared for these things, these trials, these tribulations that he told us were going to happen. You know? Because we feed our minds daily. We renew them daily in the scriptures. But you got to mind your mind. you got to think on these things. Think on these things. Listen to what Paul wrote. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto god and the peace of god which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through christ jesus finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of a good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise think on these things these those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And uh, the God of peace shall be with you, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me has flourished again wherein ye were also careful, but ye like opportunity, not that I speak in respect of one, for I have learned and whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to abate, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, notwithstanding ye have well done, that ye did communicate with my affliction. But my God, shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ, about Christ Jesus, now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. I mean, this is powerful Paul was dealing with. It's powerful what we're dealing with. Powerful what we're dealing with. You know, his name has healing in it when you call him that name. You know, the name of God, Jesus Christ, is healing. you know? You know, and we have to remember that. That's the remedy right there. Call on Jesus, you know. He's right there near us with hope. He don't abandon us. You know, his love is right there to show companion to us when we need it, compassion to us. His mercy, you know, that's the healing, you know. It it, it secures us, you know, in this world and also in the world to come because he's not going to change. And so we're going to end right there, you know, that God is all bountiful. He's all knowing. He's all wise. And he's all sufficient. He's all sufficient. Here's what I want to leave with. But God did not give us a spirit of fear, so we should not go there when something happens. But a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind, which means self-discipline. That's what we can do. We can discipline ourselves not to fear. That's in the book of First 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 the King James Bible. I told you about minding your mind. You've got to strengthen your core you have to strengthen your core i told you how to do that Strengthen your core meaning you want to focus on strengthening your spirit okay that's who we are you know the whole being you know so we can perform better so we can perform emotionally mentally physically depending on the individual interest that we have you know we exercise our core so that we can have physical strength when we need it you know and we want to build or rebuild healthy relationships those are three things, mind your mind, work on the core, and build or rebuild those those healthy relationships. Get rid of bad ones not pay so much attention to them. The right relationships with people, you know, like your spouse, your family, close friends, you know, distant friends, you know, get together when you need to, you know, that generates some energy for you, some synergy, you know, and it brings some quality to your life. You know, people start looking at you sometimes, got something wrong, they kind of be around you, but you can feel that they're not really there. They're just there because everybody else has been there, so I might as well show up and be there too or do something too or make a call too. I'm very sensitive to that. I told you a long time ago, everybody's with you sometime ain't for you. And I thank God for giving us a spirit of discernment that we can tell who's genuine and who's not. you got to know the people that labor among you. And a good indicator is sometimes they call and they want to know what they can do. They're going to send you, they're going to send you that. Hey, Where's your address? When can I come by? Bring your food, send your car with money and all that. Then there are others, the first thing come out of their mouth, what, 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 what happened? Tell me what happened. That's all they want to know. What happened? But they want to be able to attack some sin on them. They want to be able to say, and I heard some people say it, yeah, the devil is alive. And I told them quickly it wasn't happening. do with no devil. I ain't even doing no devil. Brother, well, the devil trying to kill y'all. He didn't get the opportunity. But we were not destroyed. Jesus, Jesus was on our mouth. He didn't want to be around him. We know what he came to do, but we know what Jesus came to do. And that's what we have right now. So we're going to end right there. I went over a little bit, but I just wanted to get that out. You know, uh, what can we do to help in our, our restoration process? This is what we're doing. Father, we thank you. We praise you this morning, Lord God, for your word. You've given us some challenges. You want us to mind our minds. You want us to continue to strengthen our core, which is spiritual, that it may uh, compute over into our physical well-being. You told us to build and rebuild and renew these uh, healthy relationships. And so, Father, we just thank and praise you for just helping us right now to get through, Lord God, this time in our lives that we're going through a period of restoration. But we honor you as our restorer, God, and we honor you this morning for you bring restoration, Lord God. And we thank you for that, Father, that we're being restored by a God who restores and so, Father, we thank and praise you that you give us the ability to do what we can do. And we can do all things to you who strengthen us. But it's limited, Lord. We know what we can't do. Help us to have respect for what we can do and to do all that we do to the glory of God. So we thank and pray for you now. Prayerfully, Father, someone got something out of this word this morning in the School of Healing. Prayerfully this morning, Lord God, we'll continue to take heed to your word let it be a guide to us as we strengthen our core our spiritual core that it may strengthen us physically and bring us to another level of quality of life in the process this is our prayer this morning we thank you for full recovery we thank you for all the friends all the family that have been there provide that care support and love and we give you the praise in jesus name we pray amen and amen